everyone, Jeff here from besttechie.com, and this is Techie Bytes episode 82. Today I'm speaking with Chad Knight, a digital and 3D artist who is the director of 3D footwear design at Nike. We discuss his background as a 3D artist, what exactly NFTs are and how they work, plus what the future of NFTs could look like. Enjoy. I'm here with Chad Knight a uh, digital and 3D artist who uh, has a lot of experience with NFTs and is doing some really cool work, has worked at Nike. And if you check out his Instagram, it's just insane. So we're going to be talking today about NFTs, what they are, how do you get involved with them, how they work, why people are even interested in them in the first place, uh, what they're good for, all that good stuff. So Chad, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to, to have this conversation with you. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and to talk about this stuff. I get super geeked out on all this stuff, so I could talk about it all day. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I mean, technology is so fascinating and like how it's evolved and especially in the crypto space. I mean, I, it's such a young, relatively young space and mm -hmm. there's so much kind of evolution going on involved in it. Um, so NFTs are just kind of the latest kind of iteration of that, I feel like. Is, would yeah, you, would yeah. you agree with that or... or? Absolutely. I feel like they're also coming really late in the game, which is something interesting. Like, I feel like it, I mean, I don't want to get in super quick to what they are, but <laughs> okay. it's like, it's finally a way to own the stuff that we've, people like me have been creating for years. And there's been virtual currency for a while now. So it's just the ability to own something that's virtual is amazing, finally. Yeah, it's really freaking cool. Um, and we'll get into that. So before we do that, though, I like to talk a little bit about, you know, who we have on as a guest. So tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about who you are and what you're building right now or what you're designing, what you're creating. Um, so I'm a, I'm a 3D artist. I work in 3D software, meaning it's it's a three-dimensional environment that you're in. Uh, it's not like paint. It's not like digital painting like Photoshop or something. You're in there doing uh, virtual sculpting, virtual modeling, virtual lighting and photography. Um, so... My background, though, is skateboarding, and how did I that did prepare that you for this? <laughs> it did so much, so you have no idea. Like, and it, so it was—it's pure creativity. You know, you can do whatever you want on a skateboard. There's not really any rules. Um, if you can think of it, you can do it. And it also taught me a lot about just trial and error, and having to learn on my own, and not having a coach or anything like that, really. And um, when, when I had to transition out of that career into something else, the first thing I found that I was equally as passionate about was this 3D stuff. Because mm -hmm. um, I've always been into art and, and I've always been into technology and, you know, um, and it was finally a medium that I could control a little bit, you know, enough to where I could actually, um, I, could, I could output what was in my head for the first time. That's so, an interesting way of putting it. I love that, actually. Yeah, like I could actually finally capture it. So, um, you know, I basically got exposed to it, figured like, okay, you know what, maybe I can make a career of this. This is something maybe I, like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So, you know, I don't know if I can learn it though. I don't know how hard it is, but so I, I scout at this point. Okay. So at this point in my skateboarding career too, I'm living on my friend's couch. So I had really overstayed my welcome <laughs> in skateboarding and I had managed to scrounge together a computer with some 3D software on it that, that my friend was nice enough to give me. And 
um, just sat down in, in a room basically in, in for six months and learned how to do shoes. And then that was kind of my in right there is I knew a lot of people in the footwear industry from skateboarding. Mm, that so makes sense. I got, I got basically into like, I got my master's and PhD through the footwear industry doing 3d, but just by kind of teaching myself with new opportunities throughout and that then evolved into like management positions, which resulted in me having this kind of art side hobby, um, which started about eight years ago. And it was really an attempt to, to stay connected to the 3d world and what new tools were out there and new techniques and, and continue learning. Cause I really like learning and I've been self-taught thus far with it. So it, it was something that, um, that really attracted to me. And then, so it, it started as like, okay, let's not learn, let's not forget everything. <laughs> let's just stay on top of it, you know, cause it would be terrible. Um, I don't want to be a, a leader that's totally out of touch with what the team is doing. Right. Right. And then eventually, you know, like I was saying, it became this medium I could control. Um, eventually my, my creativity and just kind of my need to be creative came out through it. And now I'm, um, like, I mean, it's still not my full-time job, but, um, it, it, it's, it's definitely something that I could very well transition into right now. So it, it's just been an incredible surge in popularity with the NFTs. Um, so yeah, it's going, it's going really well now. I've got, um, I think I have three collaborations in the works right now with different other artists and, um, and we're working on some album covers. Like there's just a lot of a lot of opportunities too that have popped up from the NFTs. Yeah, I'd imagine there's a lot of collaborating going on, which we'll have to get into. I mean, I'm sure you're on Clubhouse. You mentioned that to me before we started recording. Mm -hmm. Would love to get you involved in our club and our club as well. Um, oh yeah, especially and just talking about this this NFT stuff, which we haven't done many rooms on. Obviously, there are a ton mm -hmm. of rooms on Clubhouse about NFTs, so I'm sure oh, you yeah. keep pretty busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, what got, so we all, we talked a little bit about like how you got into it, but we didn't talk about what got you into art. Like what, mm -hmm. what's like, what was the driving force? Like what made you feel like you were an artist? Like what, that you wanted to express yourself in that way? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I think, well, I've always been into it since I was a kid. I've always drawn. So uh -huh. it's like, it's hard to know what was that driving force that made me want to do that. But right. I know that, um, so here's my theory, I guess, on, on maybe where it all starts from is I think that I have, uh, a, like a very weak filter between my unconscious and conscious mind. So all the, the, the problem solving that my unconscious mind is trying to do that from most people is, like your conscious mind is protected from all those thoughts, right. you know? And I think I have a weaker filter and just have all these stupid thoughts that my unconscious is like, yeah, send that through. <laughs> Tell them about that one. And so it's just like, you know, and that led to being diagnosed as like as ADD. And then it went into like alcoholism even because it, it can go negative too. Right, but right. It's, it's just a, uh, I just have so many ideas all the time. I think it was just just a way of getting them out. Yeah. Like an outlet. Like there has to be an outlet for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So 
Alright, so Chad, I really love your I love how you got into art. I love I love the backstory. Let's so let's talk a little bit about NFTs um and kind of specifically what are NFTs in the in the first place? Like and why and why should people, you know, uh care about them at all? NFT, first of all, I think is a terrible word for it. <laughs> it it's misleading. It's just like one of those things like data or algorithm. That, you know, it's like, well, I guess that's not a new name for it but it's like it's misleadingly complicated sounding mm, it it is no. a little bit it stands for non-fungible token yeah which so which which by its which those words put together still mean nothing to most people <laughs> exactly so yeah. fungible means it's it, it, it's unique it's one of a kind it can't be traded for like things like currency mm-hmm. so and again that also sounds super complicated all it is is stuff it's like you can have currency and you can have stuff. So, you know, in the physical world, you you have contracts for the stuff. And now in the digital world, you have NFT, which is a, a vehicle for uploading or hosting uh, these assets on the blockchain. And then someone can have a key that proves ownership of that. Right. So it's no different than that the, the physical ownership, except that that asset lives on the blockchain you can prove ownership. You can prove, uh, you know, it's history, authenticity. Um, you can prove uh, scarceness, which is uh, what really drives the value of it. So it really is just a means of being able to own a digital asset. And NFT really is, I think, it, it, like goods. So we'll just say goods, but it, these are the goods I think that are going to be sold through the metaverse because it is just a way of owning something digitally. And that's what you will have to do in the future. So I think it'll just, it, it's just a marketplace. Right. So you'll be able to um, buy for virtual or physical because you could own a, you could sell a physical house with it. You know, you just own the token for it then. Right, right, and then you can, and then you can sell that 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 you know uh, you can sell that physical asset and then also sell the the uh, the digital one as well. Um, and to keep, yeah, absolutely. Right, which is but you, how could you also just yeah, go it, ahead. It's like all you would have to do to sell a house is sell your token. Right, like think about how simple that process would be. I think that that's another very attractive part of it. I think so too. Um, I mean, I feel like there's probably a lot maybe potential i mean i could be wrong here but there could be a lot less legal stuff that needs to be involved especially if it's a smart contract already mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which is pretty cool um you know maybe could could affect closing costs and things like that that are involved oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> I, I i saw a diagram yesterday just trying to find a good visual to explain nfts to somebody um, did you find one by the way <laughs> Uh, not necessarily. I found some that, that confused me uh-huh. more, <laughs> more than the other way, but, oh, okay. Now I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry um, about that. Oh, it's fine. Where were we? So we were talking about how you were looking for a diagram for someone yesterday. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of what I was in reference to. Oh, um, that's a great question. <laughs> we can move on and see if we come back to it. Um, <laughs> Am I the best guest ever? Yeah, you're the best. You're the best. Absolute best. I, actually, I love talking to you. It's really, it's uh, it's been great. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how they work, uh, which is mm. kind of what we were getting into, I feel like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
So when someone, we were talking about buying a house and how it could save on closing costs, I think was the idea. Now that I'm yes, kind of thinking sorry. back. So what they, um, what they were referring to it is, is in the middle of the diagram, they show a traditional, or at the top, they show the traditional process where someone's buying a, a home and going through the closing costs and the contracts. And then the other one, they show someone just going through the blockchain and it says code is law. Mm. Meaning I think that, you know, all the legalities are just handled within the code. So right. that the, to your point, yeah, you would avoid all those costs. They would be built into that smart contract. Which is incredible. Oh, absolutely. That's like, that's game changing, honestly. Absolutely. If we can get mass big enough adoption for it. Oh, it's game changing in so many ways too, because that it, it changes how you can sell. It changes um, how you can own things too. And yeah. like, even you can have, because code is what's underlying it. And that can do anything really that you can think of again. So there's the opportunity to do some really, really interesting stuff with NFTs in terms of them um, changing over time. For sure, for sure. So let's talk a little bit about right now. How are they working right now? Like if I wanted to go and buy a, uh, a piece of your art mm -hmm. or an NFT, how, how does that process, what does that process look like? So you would you would go to one of the ecosystems where they host the NFTs, and either you would buy it on a secondary marketplace, meaning that that product has already um, dropped or launched, you know, and we can get into the the selling mechanisms after. But um, so you would go in there and you would just place a bid on it, like a like an eBay essentially, or you could buy it outright. Mm -hmm. And you'd be buying it from the current owner. You would receive the token. And in your wallet, you would have your, your NFT. And it's just a JPEG. But you own that. And you can prove that you own it. And no one else owns it. And everybody agrees that you own it. So then you can also go to the, the, you know, the primary market, which is where the launches happen and everything. And again, every ecosystem does it differently. Um, Nifty Gateway does it where they will have a specific launch time and there's different ways of doing it where it's auction, open editions. Um, they have some where it's kind of like you you just enter a raffle and, and you might win um, the opportunity to buy it. And then there's, there's other sites where it's kind of like a Craigslist almost where just anybody can put anything up. So you could go to one of those as well and just and buy things from the primary artists. But then you, um, again, I'm kind of still learning some of these things. Transferability is something that I totally don't understand yet, but I feel like it's one of those things that it is just can be unlocked down the line, just given the nature of the assets right now. But, and then if you ever wanted to resell it, you would just put it up for resale in that same ecosystem. Right, right. That's real. And I, I think that's so cool. Yeah. Um, it's so fascinating. So, so what, so, so give it, do you, uh, can you give us a, a name, give us the name of some of the sites that uh, people can check out to check out some NFT NFTs? Yeah. So nifty gateway is one, mm -hmm. um, super rare is one open C is one. Um, my gosh, there are, they're popping up everywhere right now. Foundation is a really big one. Um, 
sorry, there's one I'm leaving out, but there's, there's about five or six primary ones. Mm -hmm. So in terms of NFTs and, and uh, how, how is this, let's talk about the communities surrounding NFTs real quick. Mm -hmm. um, Cause obviously there are, are these big sites where you can buy and support artists, which is amazing. Uh, and that's one of the big drivers behind why people are so bullish on them. Uh, yeah. Especially right now is the fact that you can, you can compensate an artist directly for their work. And mm -hmm. you keep the, at the same time, you keep that kind of exclusivity of that item um, attached to it, which is yeah, great. Yeah, and you, you yeah. get to have an interaction and experience with the artist, too. Right. You know, it, it's peer-to-peer, -peer, if you want to call it, mm -hmm. which is, is super special. So how has Clubhouse uh, affected NFTs, in your opinion? Like, because um, I know that there's, it, I mean, you can't go on Clubhouse and not find a room about NFTs. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it started as like, maybe it was like the crypto culture was there first. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But I just went on there and I didn't know what to expect. It was like December. I went on there, January. And, um, I just remember that everybody was so nice though and welcoming and like, was like so supportive. You know, it's like, I'm from the generation of online where everybody just talked shit and, mm. you know, in like, you know, it, it, no one was as nice and it was just so weird. Like everybody's on there and they're all like so supportive. So for me, it was just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, you know, everybody's on there. Like, Everybody that talks, everybody in the room has gone and checking out their Instagram right then and, and giving them feedback. And so, I mean, it's really a cool opportunity to engage with people who I maybe have never talked to, but have seen their art for a long time, too. Um, but there's also a lot of goofy shit on there, too. I mean, there's 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 a lot of like just time waste that can mm. happen on there. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have no idea what they're talking about claiming to be experts. So you get some misleading advice, but there are some really great parts of it too. Any and tips in terms, of, in terms of, sorry, in terms of onboarding other artists, yeah. too, like artists to artists, that's what a, another really helpful part has been is, is sharing experiences of how they got into the space. Love that. So any tips on, uh, on, in terms of how to avoid, you know, if you're if you're if you're on Clubhouse or you're just in any NFT kind of space, how do you avoid you know um, falling for someone who's pretending to be an expert or any tips on that? Well, there's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I I think there, I'm trying to think of a way. I mean, there's there's I mean, a few ways you could find yeah. reputable artists and see which rooms they hang out in. Um, but I know there's there's an NFT tips. Uh, clubhouse room mm -hmm. that that is where I kind of started at, and they're super helpful. And they have a website too, nft.tips, I think, um, or nfttips.com, and they're very reputable. Amazing, yeah. That's I, I, I'm as I mentioned before we started recording, this is still a topic that's new to me too. I'm st I mean, I think we're all kind of just learning. Uh, as we're going here, because it's, it's 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 a new thing that is being introduced through crypto, and it's mm -hmm. a really exciting it's a really exciting time to be a creator in this space uh, or an artist or oh my gosh it's yeah. like because like the world is your oyster right like <laughs> you have so it many possibilities unreal. through it 
What? Well, like what? I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just it's finally we finally have a market for the stuff that we've been creating for so long, and it's just it's weird. It, it seems like it's coming late in the game for sure. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's but it's like we've unlocked a new level on a video game. There's so much to explore <laughs> that it seems like Wild West. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh, you can do this or this or this or this, and and no one's done any of it yet. But it's like. That's the beauty in it, I think, is that it's going to affect every culture and every organization. And it's like once once there's that much opportunity for creativity and innovation, it, like it, innovation becomes the, the the valued currency. And that's how, you know, you get kind of these big middlemen out of the way. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know if you remember a few years back, there was that Wu-Tang album. That like that one of a kind Wu Tang album that Martin yeah. Screlly had bought or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a perfect example of how you could you know use an NFT for something like that. That would be pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean he bought basically the rights to those songs, right? Yeah. And those songs are probably in an MP4 master format now, not a physical. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he owns. I mean, it's the exact same analogy. And you know what's interesting right now is most of the NFTs that you see are um, are just images, you know? I mean, and, and any digital file can be an NFT. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny. I've seen YouTube videos about, like, how to make an NFT. And it's like, dude, any, any file on your computer can be an NFT. You just have to turn it into one, you know? You, you just have to upload it to the cloud and it can right. be it. But um, Right now, it's a lot of these 2D imagery, but I think that as we move more into the metaverse and this more virtual experience, we're going to be selling more things that are more useful in there. So it's just the tip of the iceberg right now in terms of what the NFT marketplace is going to become. I love that. Do you think like, uh, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed is, um, well, for far too long, artists have only have you know we everyone always jokes about how like you have to die before your art gets recognized <laughs> yep and i feel like nfts can flip that on on the uh, that flip that that script right um a little bit or, or a lot of it maybe uh, yeah. what are your thoughts and street art already has look at banksy yeah banksy's Chip a great Perry. example like, they've had incredible success it's just that i think that and nfts like the the graffiti world and NFTs are are the two biggest changes or diversions from traditional art that have ever happened since uh, as long as I can think of you know what I mean and technology is just gonna exponentially increase that. Yeah, it's crazy. I I'm freaking excited <laughs> about all this stuff. It's so freaking cool. Um, oh, it's going to be amazing soon. I mean. Like, if you think about it, our brain is literally just a render engine. And we have speakers and eyes. And they just send a signal to our brain. And if Neuralink works out, then why would anybody want to hang out in a universe where you can't fly versus one where you can? So, like, it's just going to be so game-changing. And it's just going to happen more and more quickly. And, you know, we always have this very difficult time coming to terms with the fact that this isn't how the world's going to be for the rest of eternity. We do. You know what I mean, like, yeah, we do. Like, oh, that won't happen. It's like, what are you talking about? That's not going to happen. Of course, that'll happen. 
You just gotta so manifest like, it. That's what I've been doing lately. Manifesting all my. I was. I've been doing a lot of manifesting myself lately. Mm-hmm. Where like, it's like, yes, this can happen. You can make it happen. It, the world is literally at your disposal to to do with what you please. And like, it's pretty cool Absolutely. once you have that realization. And I think NFTs are are a way, another way that we have that realization, right? That we can we can do this stuff. This is within the realm of possibility. This is really cool. <laughs> yes, that is so cool that you said that because that was, and I I hate to keep bringing up skateboarding, but no, go that for was it. The <laughs> biggest thing it taught me was I remember like doing tricks and being like, holy, like I just did that. And it yes. taught me that I could that I was capable of a lot more than I thought I was, and and yeah, I think that this there's going to be a lot of a lot of artists that are very empowered by this, and um, I think that there's going to be some real creative giants coming out of this soon. Me too. So so there have been people like Mark Cuban, Gary V, Elon are are really into NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk a lot about them. Curious. So aside from all the reasons that we've talked about so far, like what what do you think they are seeing in NFTs? Why do you think they're excited about it? Uh, if there's any other reasons aside from what we had just discussed? Well, I think um, I think right now, I think they understand the long term opportunity of it, and this mm-hmm. is kind of like the first series. Yeah. So if you get Garbage Pail Series One, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be worth a lot, regardless, kind of. But at the same time, at this at this stage of the game, it's like it, a lot of these like Craigslist ones, like I was saying, anybody can go upload art on there or whatever they want to sell. So it's like having what appears maybe to be a somewhat curated experience as like a museum or something where just everything that's labeled art is worth $100,000. But... Some of them really are right. because those artists have been, you know, doing this similar to me for, for eight years or something. And we've built this whole community and, and following. And now finally people have the ability to own a piece of it. But, I, you know, those – it'll self-correct over time. Like it has to. You yeah. know I mean the, the community will – the people will, will fall out and it'll it'll fix itself and – It'll just be, I mean, it has to be analogous to the physical market somehow yeah. because it's just human nature. Yeah. What do you, uh, you, you brought up something interesting, which was you talked about curation. I'm curious what your thoughts are regarding curation of NFTs and like the best way to go about doing that. And, mm-hmm. and like, and, and do you think we're going to see like different types of NFT museums? So to speak, I don't, I don't know if the term museum is the right way to describe it. I think you can use any term at this point and you're fine. <laughs> um, but like, obviously there are going to be people who are going to create galleries, if you will. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just like the art world now, except you can do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you will have, you know, um, there will be segmentation though. I think, you know what I mean? There will be, people will start to understand these multiple crafts that exist within that virtual environment. And I think that you'll start to see like, you know, virtual sculpture garden versus someone who's like a virtual world designer where you're going in and experiencing it versus someone who just does 
a JPEG. Like those are dramatically different experiences. Right. So those are all going to have to be, I think at some point, I would hope understood by the NFT investors um, as well as like understood by, well, yeah, understood by the investors, but also just understood by, by that, that the people building it. So, and it'll have it, they can, they can all have their own ecosystems, I think is what it can boil down to. But I think that, um, yeah, I think that first you might see like uh, real estate pop up or something like that. But yeah, each place will have their own and a virtual museum is the perfect place to be able to display the NFTs that you've purchased. That's so, a really cool idea. And it's so kind here, of, hey, have you, great analogy. you got me really, no, you got me really excited because have you ever played um, Animal Crossing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know that like. Is, you have the museum where you where you donate stuff to it and you show it off to you know everyone who joins your who goes to your island they can check out all the things you've done it's kind yes, of like that exactly. like i just got really excited exactly <laughs> and that's a perfect analogy because that is a, a metaverse that's a virtual world right and, you know like they control what you can do in there but excuse me currently when you're buying those jpeg or video nfts essentially they would be a virtual version of what's behind you it's just a thing on the wall. You know, you would put a, a 3D plane there and make a virtual material and put that image on it and project it. But that, it, it, but then you kind of look around and you're like, oh, this whole thing could be an NFT. Like everything in here is an NFT, not just that image. It's just that that's, it, it's so much easier to display, explain, and sell a 2D object right now. Yeah. I think because not many people know how to experience or understand the value of a 3D object. But Totally true. It, it's going to get really wild, I think. You're going to – I think what we're, we're, what we're getting at here and what, what Chad is really saying quite eloquently is we're going to have experience-based NFTs coming where, like, you get, like – a bunch of you might get music you can get art you can get them together you can have like the music and the art kind of simultaneously playing and like have that be an experience so here here's where i boiled it down to today i was trying to figure out really where this is all going yeah and it's like i think it the analogy could be i own or i possess so i possess in this world can be turned into an NFT, meaning I possess a home, I possess that piece of art, but also I possess the ability to jump really high. I possess the ability to do Kung Fu. I, you know, these are also things that I possess that as an avatar you could purchase and slap onto yourself and have that ability. So freaking like that, cool. and I, I'm sure that it <laughs> can go further, you know, by smarter people. But like, it, I just think that it's going to be such an appealing space and such a fun space for people. Yeah, that it, it's just going to be insanely game changing. I agree, and, and and one of the best things about it is that the money goes to the artist. Yeah, and so that's something else I forgot to mention about the smart contract that's so great about it is, is as that piece of art is sold, a commission always goes back to the original artist. Exactly. That's the beautiful it, which part. Which is unreal. Like, I honestly didn't even realize it for the first few months. 
And then I was like, oh, wow. Like, because it really, it adds up too. It's, I love it. I, I love the fact that artists are being compensated for their work. I love mm-hmm. the fact that it produces so many possibilities and experiences. And I think music, musicians are going to, are already flocking to NFTs and they should. Oh, yeah. Um, we will, we could see movies on NFT, you know, we could see the world is like, I've said this already, but the world is so freaking cool. The world is your oyster when it comes to an NFT. You, you can create the limit is only your mind, right? I mean, at this point. Exactly. Yeah. So there, there are limits you have obviously what, what you can create in those environments. You're limited by like your power for your computer. You know, you can only simulate so much your, your software and the code and other than that well and your hardware to run it other than that you can code anything so i don't know how to code i wish i did these guys to me are like warlocks like <laughs> i love that they're magicians because i'm like damn it i want my tool to be able to do this thing i want to be able to do it and they can make that happen and so it, cool. it, it's just mind-blowing to me and and as that reality becomes so much more lifelike that is just going to become more and more mind blowing. Yeah. Because you literally will be able to turn on and off capabilities. I believe. I, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's the, I'm so excited about it. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, flipping art artist work, um, mm-hmm. with you. And I think then, and then I have one other question before we get to the lightning round. Um, so talk, can you talk to us a little bit about how NFT buyers, People who are buying your art and other people's art and other people, other people's NFTs, are, are thinking about uh, flipping that. You know, they yeah. so like it's like it's like you know, like with any marketplace. Yeah. You know, you can buy something and then you can turn around and resell it. Um, I think the best analogy right now, at least for places that have auctions or open drops, mm-hmm. um, like like Nifty Gateways and uh, Super Rare are great examples. Um. They they do it like a like a sneaker launch. You know what I mean? It's just you can buy it now for this price. Right. And if you're there to do it or you get the opportunity to do it, there might be fifty thousand people trying. But then because you're the one that got it, it's like winning a lottery ticket a lot of the time, but yeah. a winning one. You know, and then they can just resell it. <laughs> but a lot of the times these again, it comes back to that analogy of art isn't just art. Like People buy NFTs and get frustrated because they're not selling for twice the amount the next day. And it's like, well, sorry, man. Not, like, nothing's that easy. <laughs> right. Like, it, it's not. So, yeah, that's my point. No, yeah, no, it, it, it's true. You're right. I mean, like, it's, it's, if you're, if you're thinking about flipping, it's, it's an investment then at that point, right? Because if you're looking to make money from it as opposed to just buying it for the sure joy and appreciation of that piece of art yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? And if you're not understanding what you're buying first, then that's your own fault anyway. Like, that's just speculative buying. This is gambling. Right, so, right. exactly. That's true. So, yeah, but I mean, some of these, um, some of the really good ones you you see not flipped ever because these people really hold understand on to the them. value of yeah. it and, and are holding on to them. But for some people, I mean, it's also a life-changing opportunity to be able to get a hold of one of these things and sell it for life-changing money. Right, right, for sure. Um, all right, so I do have one last question before we get to the lightning round. And, and Chad, I've really enjoyed our conversation. I think I heard My a cat. cat yes. coming in now. Hey, Chad's cat. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, 
So this is kind of a personal question for you. I'm curious, like, what's the best part, in your opinion, about creating art? What do you love about it the most? What's the, the process? What? I love, I think, the 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 escapism and the ability to just kind of get lost in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I feel like that's what I've always been craving. Ever since I was a kid, I was like jumping out of roofs and they're jumping off of roofs and stuff like that. <laughs> so it, it's just, I think that that need to, to escape for a little bit and get, get in my own head and just get, get out of my own head and just kind of get lost in it. But now it's it becoming so interesting with these new techniques and tools that are coming out that a lot of my driving interest is also this desire to learn more because there's so much cool stuff happening. I just want to, continue being able to do more things and have more capabilities in that virtual world as a, as a content creator. Love that. Um, and then also the, just the constant want to get just it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love sharing the things. Overthinker. Yeah. I love sharing my thoughts and things with the world. I just, you know, whether or not nobody reads them, for me, it's just a great outlet of my personal expression Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm and not I a, think yeah, yeah. you have to get it out sometimes. It's like yeah. regardless if someone hears it or not, just screaming. It's like, you know, just sometimes you just have it's to a good release. release. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right. Well, Chad, oh, man, it's been so great talking to you about NFTs. I've learned so much just listening to you. And I'm I sure so. I'm sure I'm sure our, our audience has as well, because we have not talked about NFTs at all yet. And it's such a fascinating topic that. There's so much going on in that space right now, and it, it would be a disservice if we didn't do this episode. So I really appreciate you being here. Um, we're now up to the lightning round. Oh, hey, Kat. If you're watching the live video, <laughs> he just jumped off. Uh, but um, what's your cat's name before we get to lightning round? Biscuit. But biscuit. it's spelled like Limp Biscuit. So oh, that's cool. amazing. That's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I have two cats myself. One's uh, his name. One is named Zuck after Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, that's great. It, it it was when I first when I first got him in 2010. I thought it was cool. <laughs> now I'm not so sure. Um, <laughs> but um, the other one is named Nala after the Lion King, and and she's a little cutie too. I have a friend with a pet named Nala. Love that name. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, so Chad, we're going to get to the lightning round. Whenever you're ready, okay. you let me know. Let's do this. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Ooh, damn. Got the music going there. All right, all the little sound effects. All right, so first question for you. If you could acquire one skill without any effort, what would it be? Does it have to be a skill that really is possible? Uh, I guess not. I didn't, I didn't specify that, so I guess not. <laughs> Mind reading. Love, so cool. Love that. That's actually we have another question about mind reading. Um, Ooh, but it's not, I didn't I didn't include it, but I, I'm but I guess we know the answer now. <laughs> Sometimes I ask people, would you rather have the ability to read minds or teleport? And yeah. uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think mind reading for sure. Interesting. Although maybe it would be torturous too to hear what that's people think the, about me. That's the other. That's the other side of that coin right there. Selective. <laughs> Selective mind reading. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I think I know the answer to this one, but I'll ask iOS or Android. Uh, iOS for sure. But I work on a PC for all my heavy 3D stuff. 
but gotcha. user experience is first and foremost front and center for me. Love so that. iOS for the most part. What's the most rec- uh, recent show you've binge watched? Uh, the Good Doctor. I haven't seen that. It's amazing. It's about a, a, an autistic or a doctor who's on the spectrum. Um, and I think I've got a little bit of that too. So it was Same. just kind of very relatable. And, yeah. And really, it's it's a really good show, actually. What uh, what service can you find it on? What streaming service? Uh, Amazon. Okay, I'll check yeah. it out. It's good. It's relatable for those of us that have always felt a little weird. That's me for sure. <laughs> yeah. Batman or Superman? Oh, uh, Batman. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. Uh, have you seen the new Justice League, by the way? No, I haven't. Okay, so Zack Snyder released a his version of Justice League. On HBO when? Max, uh, March 18th. Oh, see, I've been in such my own bubble lately. you got to check it That's out. That's amazing. It's, it's four I, hours, so carve out some time. Yeah, <laughs> when I was that. like eight years old, my friend Tom and I built a Batman museum in his his basement with all of our little collectibles we'd made. Collect- That's so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that. All right, last one for you, Chad. Mm-hmm. What is your preferred social network? It is quickly becoming Twitter, but currently it is Instagram, and both I can be found at Chad Knight. Perfect. You took the the question right out of my mouth. The next question, which was, if, uh, if, uh, who, when blah blah blah, I'm having trouble speaking. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's listening, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Either chadknightart at gmail Okay. Or through Instagram. Awesome. Or Twitter. Yeah. And I'll be sure to link to Chad's Instagram in the show notes and um, on the blog post when we get that live. So that way everyone can check out your art. Because frankly, it's it's honestly out of this world. Some of it is so like mind-bendingly cool, I think. Um, I really enjoy it. So thank thanks. you for all the, all the work that you do, Chad. Uh, thanks for having me. This was super fun. I'm really glad that we got to do this. And again, I'm really stoked to, to to have learned more about nfts and i hope you have a great rest of your day and i look forward to uh to keeping in touch yeah i look forward to doing this again sometime for sure excellent well have a great one chad all right thanks jeff thanks for listening to techie bites stay tuned for more episodes every tuesday with awesome interviews and conversations about technology and business if you like what we're doing please consider supporting our podcast at anchor.fm slash best techie and or by leaving a rating and review on itunes both ways help us greatly and are much appreciated so thank you until next time we'll see you and remember remember take care of your computers